Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s with yours truly, Glenn Robison, on Island Radio, KISL Avalon, at 88.7 on your FM dial, and at KISLAvalon.com on your internet dial. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. On this week's show, we'll celebrate the birthdays of Ben Ellison, Denny Dennis, Al Lentz, and Royal Dadman, and have some lessons in etiquette. This very day, November 7th, marks the birth in 1902 in New Orleans, Louisiana, of Benjamin Franklin Ellison to Benjamin Franklin Ellison Sr. and Emma Edwards. He grew up in Philadelphia but moved to Los Angeles in the mid-1920s where a $500 prize in a songwriting contest inspired him to write the words to My California Maid. A pharmacist friend who was an amateur pianist wrote the tune, and remarkably, it won over 6,000 other entries. That friend's name? Otis René, whose brother, Leon René, went on to write Rockin' Robin and When the Swallows Come Back to Capistrano. In 1933, Sid Grauman had Ellison write six songs for a stage show, which were noticed by Gladys Du Bois, author of Russ Colombo's theme song, You Call It Madness, But I Call It Love. She brought Ellison to the attention of Mae West, who hired the pair, along with composer Harvey Brooks, to work on her picture, I'm No Angel. The trio wrote four songs for the film, including the title tune, That Dallas Man, I Found a New Way to Go to Town, and They Call Me Sister Honky Tonk, and Ellison wrote I Want You, I Need You on his own. Ellison's songwriting career kept him from his family, and he soon gave it up in favor of doing social work to help youth. In 1945, he became general manager of Exclusive Records in Los Angeles, was in the import-export business, and worked for the Glendale Committee on Aging. He died in Los Angeles on February 1, 1984. Here are three from Ben Allison. Because I love you 
so What have you done to me? You're simply grand You've worked your spell on me So now make your demand I want you, I need you And if dreams come true I know you'll want me just as I want you
smiles that make life sunny. Let me introduce that Dallas man. Oh, he's a highfalutin, rootin', tootin', shooter. Let me introduce that Dallas man. Oh, brother, girls all go insaner when they're in his arms. He's a wild horse trainer, full of wild and woolly charms. Like a Texas ranger, he's a welcome stranger. Let me introduce that Dallas man. I mentioned in Ellison's bio that No One Loves Me Like That Dallas Man was written for Mae West's picture I'm No Angel by Ellison, Harvey Brooks, and Gladys Du Bois. We heard it performed by Don Redman and his orchestra with Don Redman himself providing the vocal on Brunswick 6684, recorded October 20, 1933. That was recorded in New York, but on that very same day, 3,000 miles to the left in Los Angeles. Gus Arnheim and his orchestra were recording another Ellison tune, I Want You, I Need You, which started off the set. Mary Bell was the vocalist on Brunswick 6683. In between was Louis Armstrong with That's My Home, written by Ellison, Leon René, and Otis René. Victor 24200 was recorded December 8, 1932. I'm Glenn Robison, and you and I are listening to Rapidly Rotating Records, bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. Last week, November 1st, marked the birth in 1913 in Derby, England, of Ronald Dennis Pounton. Doesn't ring a bell? You may know him better as vocalist Denny Dennis. After leaving school, he worked as a clerk in a law office and as a movie theater projectionist before becoming an apprentice electrician for the London, Midland, and Scottish Railway. Denny and his older brother Eric were very musical, and Eric was the first to become a successful band vocalist. With Eric's help, Denny got a job playing drums with a local dance band and managed to get an audition with Roy Fox. Fox was impressed, but told Denny he needed to study voice and gain more experience. 
Denny took the advice to heart and, while continuing to work at the railroad, took singing lessons and played with the Freddie Brotherton band. Jack Jackson heard Denny and offered to have him do some broadcasts and recordings with his band, and eventually he got another audition with Roy Fox and this time got signed up, agreeing to change his name to Denny Dennis. On November 22, 1933, the 21-year-old made his first broadcast with the Roy Fox Band, after which he quit his job as electrician and turned professional singer. He was a featured singer with Ambrose, Sid Phillips, and Tommy Dorsey, and was a solo artist on the Rex label. He died November 2, 1993, a day after his 80th birthday. Here's Denny Dennis. Forget about your rainbow schemes Spin a little web of dreams There's a rosy dawn on high That flames across a summer sky To capture all its golden beams Spin a little web of dreams Trade your pillow for a willow Silvered by the moon Linger there and love will find you soon Love will take you by the hand And lead you to its wonderland Forget about your rainbow scheme in a little web of dreams
It's one of those nights for adventure We ought to be recklessly gay Who knows what we'll find So if you're inclined Don't let that moon get away Your eyes have a way of revealing The thoughts that you really should say Maybe romance So while there's a chance Don't let the moon get away And don't let this meeting adjourn And don't be so ready to go For now is the right time to learn What every young heart should know These moments don't happen so often Doesn't seem right to delay If you feel it too, whatever you do Don't let that moon get away In his quest to become a professional band singer, Denny Dennis sang with Freddie Brotherton's band at the Spider's Web Roadhouse in Hertfordshire, outside of London. So I thought it appropriate that we start our little tribute to Denny with Spin a Little Web of Dreams. Backing Denny was Roy Fox during his second residency at the Café de Paris on April 11, 1934, from DECA F-3959. Spin a Little Web of Dreams was written by Irving Kale and Sammy Fain. Denny also sang with Ambrose and his orchestra, and we heard a fine example in Don't Let That Moon Get Away, written by James V. Monaco and Johnny Burke from the 1938 Bing Crosby picture, Sing You Sinners. Decca F-6894 was recorded December 9, 1938. This segment is devoted to one of my favorite band leaders, Al Lentz. I have a date of birth of November 5th, 1894, but it's unverified, and beyond that, I have precious little information about him. According to one newspaper article, at age 16, he was a cellist with the Brooklyn Symphony Orchestra. Around 1921, he co-composed Boo Hoo Hoo with Harry Link. It was recorded by Billy Murray and Aileen Stanley singing the words written by Bob Nelson. Also in 1921, he co-composed Mary and John with Arthur Beam and Irving Aronson, and Maisie with Lou Gold. He was a founding member of the Versatile Sextet, directed by Irving Aronson, still playing cello, but soon after he gave up the cello in favor of the banjo and added entertainment and comedy to the dance music. Billed as Al Lentz and That Band, he had a 15-minute routine of singing, dancing, and general clowning around. 
One newspaper described Al Lentz and his tuneful comedians as a crack combination of jolly singers, jazz instrumentalists, and merrymakers. Lentz was heard regularly on radio in the early 20s and made more than a dozen sides for Columbia between 1926 and 28. Fun fact, Al's daughter Judy was married to George Gershwin's youngest brother, Arthur Gershwin. Al Lentz died October 5, 1977, again unconfirmed. Despite the comedy and merriment, Al Lentz and his orchestra were a serious dance band, sometimes playing at breakneck speed, giving their dancers quite a workout. Here are three from Al Lentz and his orchestra.
got the girl, I've got the girl, oh what a girl, oh what a girl, she's got a smile, you walk a mile to see. I had a heart, I lost my heart, just had a beat, just had a beat, she had a heart, she gave a heart to me. All those lips, all those eyes, can't you see? She's just the kind of a girl you'd like your girl to be. Why, I'm satisfied, so satisfied, who wouldn't be, who couldn't be? I've got the girl, she's just a girl for me. Sweet, sweet thing. 
Well, there you have three from Al Lentz and his dance orchestra, with Al Lentz providing the vocal refrains on all three. We just heard Sweet Thing, composed by Joe Virgis and Harry Dennison, with the words by Herman Kahn. That's from Banner 1812, recorded August 15, 1926. Before that, Walter Donaldson's I've Got the Girl, from Broadway 1044, recorded October 11, 1926. We started off our little tribute to Al Lentz with When I Ring Your Front Doorbell from Columbia 1134-D, waxed July 28, 1927. Ted Snyder wrote the tune with the words by Francis Wheeler and Ev E. Lynn. Obviously a gimmicky, made-up pseudonym. Tune into the January 16, 2022 show, and you'll find out just exactly who Ev E. Lynn is. I am Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7, KISL Avalon, and KISLAvalon.com. This and all of our previous shows are also available 24-7, on demand, anytime at all, online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. And we're on all the major podcast directories. Back on the September 5th show, I played Oh Mother, My Love, sung by Royal Dadman. Well, last week, November 3rd, marked the birth in 1884 in Williamstown, Mass., of Royal Francis Dadman, D-A-D-M-U-N, to John G. and Ada Cook Dadman. He played football in high school, but also sang solo and in quartets, and deciding to do so professionally, studied music at the Institute of Musical Art in New York City. He made public appearances from 1904 to 1959, and between 1906 and 1929 recorded more than 225 sides as soloist, duettist, or member of the Trinity Choir, Victor Light Opera Company, and the Motion Picture Orchestra. Deadman sang with philharmonic and symphony orchestras across the country, and was a baritone soloist with the New York Oratorio Society. One critic wrote, He has authority, intelligence, style, and a voice which is resonant and of considerable richness of timber. His singing was most admirable in its style. Royal Dadman retired to Florida in 1959 and died in Palm Beach on March 27, 1964. He's buried at East Lawn Cemetery in Williamstown, Mass., here are three from Royal Dadman. What is the feeling, my little one, oh, that my blinded eyes could see? Hasten my boy to the window, run and see what the noise in the street may be. I hear the drums and the marching feet. Look and see what it's all about. Who can it be that our people greet with fear and laughter and joy about? Men, my father, round and strong, and they carry a banner of wondrous truth. With a mighty threat, they swing along, 
holiday Settle down you cattle till the morning Although he favored classical works, Royal Dadman was not averse to spirituals, show tunes, Irish ballads, and popular songs, as evidenced by that trio of tunes. We started off with the World War I victory song, The Americans Come, with the alternate title, Episode in France in the Year 1918. It was composed by Faye Foster, with English lyrics by Elizabeth A. Wilbur, 
and was dedicated to America's soldiers and sailors. That's from Emerson 9139, recorded in December of 1918. From the battlefields of France, we went to the American plains with a roundup lullaby, a cowboy's night song to the cattle. Rosario Bourdon conducted the orchestra on September 7, 1923, with Take 4, issued on Victor 45387. A roundup lullaby was composed by Gertrude Ross, with the words by Clark Badger. And from the American plains, we went out to sea with Shipmates O' Mine, from Victor 45455, made March 12, 1924. Wilfred Sanderson wrote the music with the words by Edward Teschmacher. That record makes me a little sad, but I played it specifically for all of the shipmates of mine over the years aboard the tall ship Tolly Moore. Good times. Last week, October 30th, marked the birth in 1872 of Emily Price to Bruce Price, a wealthy architect, and his wife Josephine. In 1890, Emily married Edwin Post to become Emily Post. The etiquette authority who defined manners for millions of Americans wrote society fiction and essays before writing her classic book, Etiquette, The Blue Book of Social Usage published by Funk and Wagnalls in 1922. She became a radio personality in 1929 and also wrote a syndicated etiquette column called Social Problems, which ran in 150 newspapers starting in 1940. In 1946, she founded the Emily Post Institute, and by that time, etiquette was in its 89th printing. Emily Post died in 1960, but the Institute continues with Peggy Post... Emily's great-granddaughter-in-law, as its spokesperson. I have a number of versions of the song The Etiquette Blues by Gail Grubb, my favorite by Bob Pierce, which I've played several times on the show. Here, however, is a version you haven't heard on the show before. Now, Ned, about this little book on etiquette, don't you think we better tell the folks who wrote it? Sure, sure. Now, I'm the guy that wrote the book on etiquette. You're the guy. Why, I know just how all your vessels should be at. Won't you tell us? I have writ this little book about mistakes I've saw. So take them down and don't forget that what I say is law. Always leave your spoon up in your coffee. Don't put it in your eye. Starting with your super sound, your A. Napkins are to catch the food that bounces off your knife. So tuck the napkin in so it will stay right under the chin. Always put both elbows on the table, right on the table. And many other pointers we could mention. Always gesture with your fork. Friday means it's fish or pork. Thank you for your very kind attention. Now let's take chapter two. When your tea is hot, why use your saucer? Pour it in, sip it down. Pick the pumpkin pie up in your hand. Always take big bites. Never ask for anything that you can safely reach. Read rule 82, you'll understand. Read it carefully. Wipe your plate with bread when you have finished. Get it clean, you won't have to wash it. And many other pointers we could mention. Grab your glass so it won't drop. Always finish when you stop. Thank you for your very kind attention. Now let's skip down here to chapter 33. Always mix your peas with your potatoes. Always. 
This makes eating with your knife a cinch. Be careful, don't get cut. When somebody asks for bread, grab several in your mitt. And deal them out like you were dealing flinch. Bridge, pinochle, rummy. Take two toothpicks, you may sometime drop one. You never can tell. And many other pointers we could mention. Put your gum beneath your plate. Eat so fast you won't be late. Thank you. For your very kind attention. Now, John, let's take chapter 55. Fine. Never cut spaghetti up in pieces. No, no, no. But eat it like a chicken eating worms. You know those long ones that stretch? Always cut a pickle so the halves fly off your plate. Be careful of bacteria and germs. The nasty things. When you're eating grapefruit, wear your goggles. And many other pointers we could mention. Finger bowls are set close by. In event your glass runs dry. Thank you for your very kind attention. Now we come to the last chapter. Where your earmuffs eating watermelon. Tiddlywinks is proper with the seed. You know, snap them in a glass. When you're eating cake, be sure to eat the frosting first. Then you'll see exactly what you get. Always laugh when nothing funny happens. <laughs> Many other pointers we could mention. Never let your ice cream melt. Loosen two holes in your belt. That is, of course, if you're a gentleman. Thank you for your very kind attention. The official title on the sheet music by Gail Grubb is The Etiquette Blues, but on the label of Columbia 1340-D, made November 14, 1927, it's The Book of Etiquette. Those were the Mona Motor Oil twins, whom you heard all about several weeks ago. Here are a couple more versions of The Etiquette Blues. Don Carney was the stage name of Howard Douglas Rice, born August 19, 1896, in St. Joseph, Michigan. He left home as a teenager, toured the vaudeville circuit, and in 1924 became an announcer at WOR. Don Carney's children's radio show, Uncle Don's Radio Club, debuted in September of 1928, weekdays from 6 to 6.30 p.m., and maintained that time slot for its entire 21-year run. The show's theme song was Hello, Little Friends, Hello, sung to the tune of My Caroline. It goes, Hello, nephews, nieces mine, I'm glad to see you look so fine. How's Mama? How's Papa? But tell me first just how you are. I've many, many things to tell you on the radio. This is Uncle Don, your Uncle Don. Hello, little friends. Hello. The program was a combination of original stories and songs, advice, personal messages, and birthday announcements, and lots of commercials. However, Uncle Don personally checked out each company and its products before accepting them as a sponsor. He moved to Florida and hosted another children's radio program on WKAT, which ran right up until six days before his death on January 14, 1954. The Etiquette Blues is one of those songs that just begs for alternate lyrics, and Uncle Don decided to make some up. In February and March of 1929, he made six sides for Columbia, which he titled Etiquette in Rhyme, parts one through six, 
issued on Columbia, Harmony, Velvet Tone, and Supertone. And who plays the piano on them, I don't know. But, of course, it's Gail Grubb's tune. He titled the songs Etiquette in Rhyme, and here are parts one and two. Now again, it's time to sing of etiquette. Little points of conduct you must not forget. Oh, many most important things that I want you to do. So listen very carefully while I sing them to you. Next, you think of school and of your lessons. Oh, that is, if you're old enough to go. So get your books together and be sure you get them all. They're not much use if left at home, you know. Be sure that you look clean and neat when starting. And there's many other pointers that I could mention. Wear your rubbers on your feet in the rain or snow or sleet. I hope that you are paying close attention. Greet your little classmates when you meet them. Be glad you're there to wish them all good day. Just think how awful it would be to never go to school. Why, you'd regret it all your lifetime, I should say. Always try to do your best in classes. Oh, there's many other things that I could mention. One thing that's most important is your conduct and deportment. I hope that you are paying close attention. Take your seat and tend to lessons strictly. Don't whisper to your friends across the aisle. You know, this also means the one in front or the one who sits behind. Just try to be real quiet for a while. Listen closely to what teacher tells you. Oh, there's so many other things that I could mention. Now, don't be contented just to pass. Always try to head your class. I hope that you are paying close attention. Recess time will come before you know it. Run outdoors and breathe the good fresh air. Just romp and play, but don't get rough or someone may get hurt. That would spoil their day and not be fair. Never tattle tales on one another. Oh, there's so many other pointers that I could mention. Some other time I'll sing to you of many things you ought to do. I thank you for your very kind attention. Once again, it's time to sing of etiquette. You remember all the things that you must not forget? Oh, really most important things that you ought to do. So listen very carefully while I sing them to you. When school is out, don't loiter by the wayside. Go straight home where mother waits for you. 
You know, she may wonder where you are. If you should delay, and perhaps there'll be an errand you could do. Save her steps whenever you are able. Oh, there's many other pointers that I could mention. There's time enough for you to play, but uh, go home first right away. I hope that you are paying close attention. Always be most careful at the crossings. Don't try to dodge through traffic. It's not wise. Some auto driver may not see you until it is too late to stop his car, no matter how he tries. Safety first is always best. Just try it. And there's many other pointers that I could mention. Don't stub your toe if it's slippery and bump your nose or skin your knee. I hope that you are paying close attention. When you get home, the first thing to remember is take your rubbers off when you come in the door. Just think of all the mud and snow that may be on your feet to dirty up the carpet, rugs, or floor. Now, you'd better brush your shoes clean on the doormat. And there's many other pointers that I could mention. And uh, while we're speaking of your shoe, there's something else you ought to do. So I hope that you are paying close attention. Your shoes would also bear some close inspection. You can't look nice when wearing dirty shoes. Always wipe them with a cloth or brush them with a brush, but to keep them clean no matter what you use. Never keep your shoes on when they're wet, dears. And there's many other pointers that I could mention. So Uncle Don just sings to you of what you should and shouldn't do. I thank you for your very kind attention. Uncle Don Carney and his personal recordings of Etiquette in Rhyme, Parts 1 and 2. A copy of Uncle Don's book on etiquette and things is on abooks.com for $37.50. You might want to snap that up. Thanks for all the fun and good advice, too, Uncle Don. I'm Uncle Glenn Robison, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. If you had half as much fun as I did, then I had twice as much fun as you. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week, and as always, I thank you for your very kind attention. (laughs) ¶¶ 